You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. EEI, Southern New England Sports Original. Welcome back to Cordishian and Coit on WEEI. Okay. Well, no, yeah, my, my, so my, my headset, the, 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 tank, the cord is all tangled, so I unplugged it and plugged it back in. I'm like, holy, holy crap, we're back. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. Uh, all right, so we've got Celtics. We've got Bruins on the table. We've got Patriots on the table as well. We'll get into the hiring of Craig Breslow, and maybe if you can interpret some of his comments, do you feel like – I do feel like the Red Sox as an organization are probably going to be a little bit more committed than they have to putting a better product on the field this offseason. Hope so. Not just because of Breslow's addition. I think ownership saw fans vote with their – uh, I guess their wallets or their pocketbooks, you know, by the empty seats at Fenway, lots of visiting fans, apathy, that Yankee series late in the season where tickets are going for like a dollar on the secondary market. So I, I expect them to be active in free agency this offseason. I expect them to spend money on the payroll to try to make this a better product on the field. The, the thing with the Red Sox now uh, is <sighs> – like I, I think a lot of times we will somebody gets hired, they have a press conference, and we determine a lot of things whether or not they won the press conference. With the Red Sox, I, I don't care if if Craig Breslow wins the press conference. I don't care how what words he uses, you know, phrases, um, all that stuff. Like I, I just don't I don't care. Because people are judging him on that, and he's like, "Oh, he talks too smart. Oh, he sounds like more of the same." I'm like, "I don't care." Well, I loved his is... line though. He said, am, "A lot of you think I'm an Ivy League yeah. guy. I am." Yeah, he said, right. "But I also played the sport yeah. for this franchise, won a World Series, so. which I told you I think is, is exactly yep. the sort of thing they need. Somebody that gets it. Somebody that was here knows he was here twice. But that was a not so subtle shot at at a guy like Heimblum. Yeah. A, lot, a lot of these Ivy League nerds who have never played the sport, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, no, I am an Ivy League nerd. But I play the sport yeah. at the highest level. Right. So have a little faith in me. And I, I, I actually like that message. Yeah, I do, too. Um, you know, but again, like, I, what, they can say whatever they want down there. To me, with the Red Sox, it is all about the action. What are you going to do? It's, I said to Ian in the office, I was joking last night. Remember in, in, in Billy Madison when he's, when he's drunk and he's at his girlfriend's house, sees the penguin, and she's just talking him <laughs> off the ledge, and he goes, he looks at her and goes, Talkie talkie, no more talkie. That's exactly what I'm thinking with the Red Sox. Yeah. No more talking. No more hot air. I don't care what you have to say. Go out and do it. You can say that you are committed. You can say that. I don't care. Do it. They, they can yeah. say all they want. Do it. Action is what is required with the Red Sox in order to sway people because that's that's what's going to get it done. And I think that was something that Bloom was not good at was 
taking decisive action in terms of making trades and yeah. deals. They tried to middle a lot of stuff. And, and just like holding on to prospects and, oh, this is the future and whatever. One thing Breslow did sound like was a guy that isn't going to be afraid to make a deal. Right. Uh, and I hope, again, he can say that. He's got to show it to me. And, that, and that's what I want. And hopefully, I just think his, I hope his eye for major league talent and, you know, what can help at the major league level is, you know, something that seemed to be valued coming out of the Cubs organization. And as a former player, I hope that that is something that works to his advantage. I, I, I think it will. Um, and again, you know, I do like that he said the thing about playing and being World Series champion here. I just, I always think that if you've been here, if you have seen it, if you know what success looks like in Boston and in New England, then you can determine the best course of action. Yeah, you get it. You get it. Period. You need okay. to get it, and that's that goes a long way. So that's why I, I liked the hire, but, again, it's all about action for me. Okay, the phone lines are full. Let's go right to your calls at 401-777-1037. Kick it off with Mike in Massachusetts wants to talk about the Celtics. Good morning, Mike. You're up first on Cordishi and Coit on WEEI. Morning, guys. How are you? Good. How are you? Hey, Mike. Good, good. Um, a couple weeks back I called you guys, and you talked me off the ledge or – kept me on the ledge with the way the bottom <laughs> sports scene was, was going. And you had nicely said, don't worry, we have the Celtics. And I was excited about that. And, yes, it was kind of like the 80s all over again. But the last four games that I've seen, and I've been on the road, but thank God for FUBU and a laptop, uh, it was quite a different team than I've, than I've seen. And both were good, both teams. This one seems... Not as deep, but wow. In, in the last game against Indiana, we seemed to see the bench finally step up. But I'm excited about it. I just want to know what you guys thought after seeing the first four games. I, I think we're in agreement. I think we this starting five is as good as we've seen in a long time for this organization. I think it's the best starting five in the NBA. But they did have to sacrifice some of that depth to bring in guys like Holiday and Porzingis. So we'll see if that has an impact on them. I think the only way that it really does is if you suffer injuries to that starting five. And then you have to rely on that depth at some point during the season. Maybe you got guys that are ready to step up that we don't know about yet, but th- their bench is a lot thinner. But I think everybody loves this team and the starting five right now. Well, and and I think you'll again you'll find depth if you know trade deadline buyouts whatever. I think the other thing here that we haven't talked about yet is the fact that the NBA now and the, and the top teams. I think it's become an arms race, and the Celtics got in on that arms race. And I think they might have made out better than most other teams in the league. Yeah, okay, the Bucks got Dame Lillard, you know, but they sacrifice Holiday. Holiday's with the Celtics now. You know, the the Suns get who they get with with uh, Brad Beal and with with Kevin Durant last year. Like, you know, I I think these top teams in the NBA are going to get into an arms race, and the Celtics. I think they look pretty good with what they've put together in terms of keeping up in that arms race. They may be in the lead. We'll see. All right, uh, Mike, thanks for the phone call. Appreciate it. 401-777-1037, the phone number. Matt's in Warwick wants to talk about the Celtics. Good morning, Matt. You're next on Cordishi and Coit on WEEI. Hey, good morning, guys. What's up, man? So the NBA, the NBA is going um, back to the East-West All-Star game, which I'm, I'm excited about. But this, this in-game, this in-season tournament, I, I just I have no idea what's going on. I, I can't really get behind it. It seems pretty gimmicky to me. Whatever. Um, with the Celtics, oh, just one quick other thing. 
Yeah. It was funny. I was watching um, an interview with uh, Luka Doncic. This is even before the season. Okay. And I'm like, asking him about Grant Williams, and he's like, he's wicked, wicked serious look on his face. He goes, he, he talks a lot. Uh, he talks too much. <laughs> I mean, look. And you can just see the look on you can see the look on his face. It's just yeah. Dread. Yeah. Yeah, well, and that's yeah, but, another strong voice that's not in the locker room anymore that, you know, he had a good relationship with Tatum. He was close with Tatum. Uh, they're good friends, obviously, but um, you you certainly this offseason changed the mix when it comes to what that locker room is like and whose voices are heard. And as much as Grant Williams gave you, yeah, it, it you know, maybe that probably went to his head at some points and, and you know, came out of his mouth. <laughs> and I think Luke is feeling that. You just said it with the switch with Holiday with Smart. All the respect to the Smart, but that that chemistry that that like that right there changes it so much. Yeah. And another just quick funny thing is where John Rondo was doing an interview. He's like, uh, Drew Holiday was one of my favorite teammates, and the guy was like, Well, considering you play on every team in the NBA, you know, <laughs> yeah, means a lot. But he's yeah. no, he's a really solid, solid player. He's obviously going to get more more comfortable. But this the team that I'm watching is is just is. Obviously, we're just getting under underway here, but it's really exciting because again, with Marcus Smart, the ball got stuck on him a lot. Yep. And with this team being unselfish, and everyone's going to get their points as long as you keep that ball moving. Um, you know, it's it's exciting. You know, barring injury, I think it's going to be really exciting. I think the Bucks when they get the pick and roll going because Damon Salma, uh, not Damon Salma, uh, Lillard is one of the best like of all time on pick and roll. Yeah. Um, and with him and Giannis, that that could be a scary thing, but. Um, you know, that's just what I got this morning. I'm, I'm looking forward to uh, see what they do tonight. They always play good in Brooklyn. And, uh, all right, guys, thanks, all thanks right, again. All right, all right. Thanks, thanks, Matt. Appreciate the phone call. I, I do um, Matt's point about the in-season tournament. I, I, I appreciate the NBA trying something new, trying something different, trying to keep guys engaged before Christmas um, because I think it's a long season, yeah. you know, and it's tough to keep guys on the floor, whatever. So this this may, you know, work out. The the courts hurt my eyes. <laughs> I I don't like the courts. Yeah. I, I I'm okay with the tournament. Like I like the concept and whatnot. The new courts. I, I can't remember which which one I like looked at last night, but I'm like, ow! Like my my eyes hurt after. I'm looking, looking at, at the it. Celtics one now, and yeah, that's really it just, green. Ey, and it's that to me is gimmicky. That I'm like, all right, do we need to change the courts? Like I'm. Okay, it's cute, it's fine, it's yeah. nice, whatever. But yikes! Yeah, I'll give it a chance. I'll, I'll let I will it, too. I'll, I'll let this thing play itself out this year before I make a judgment because I know a yeah. lot of people hate change. Of Look, course, give it a chance. I I'm giving the tournament itself. Yep. I'm totally on board with. Let's give it a chance. Yep. Do something about the court. It hurts my eyes. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. I don't like that. <laughs> All right, 401-777-1037 is the phone number. Let's say hello to Brad and Warwick. Good morning, Brad. You're next on Cordishi and Coit on WEEI. All right, good morning, guys. How you doing today? Oh, good, good, Brad. Brad. We're, getting all the, we're getting all the green teamers on the show this morning. This is good. <laughs> love it. Hey, this is great. Yeah, we're loving yeah. it. We're off to a great start here. Um, we're seeing uh, Mark. That's a great glory out there in Memphis. Uh, I I remember all the articles over the summer about how much that was going to be missed and just kind of scoffing it. And the dynamic needed to be changed. I don't think there's any question My about it. And, and look, and I agree with you too. Like I question too. Like 
Did the Celtics lose some toughness and were they be going to become a softer team? There has been no indication of that whatsoever no. at all. No, none at all. Um, and I think uh, that leads to um, Brad Stevens' uh, role. I don't know how the dynamics happened where he transitioned from the bench to the front office, like who made that decision that that was the right move. But whoever's idea that was, um, you know, kudos to them because he's clearly got his finger on the pulse of team building. And you got to believe and trust at this point that anything that needs to happen between now and the trade deadline to set the table is going to happen. You know, he's he's put them in a fantastic position and it's up to the players now. Uh, I think I'm impressed by the 155 points. But I'll be more impressed if they stay engaged and focused and win, like, a tough game in Detroit on the road in yeah. at the end of January that mm. you might typically slip and drop. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. if, if this team stays up for the entirety of the season, that, that's going to tell us um, a lot about the character here. I mean – you know, you shoot almost 60% from three, that's not going to happen all, all the time, right? right? <laughs> so when the adversity does kick in, how are they going to respond? And um, uh, at this point, you got to say you got faith that the team is going to respond in a good manner. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And then thanks for the call, Brad. Uh, yeah, I, yeah th- those will be the times where you're like, okay, how do they grind it through? Um, but so far, I, I thought – I thought last year's team, a game like the Pacers game the other night, they would have already slipped up and they already would have tried to, you know, not take a night off, but, like, it would have been a trap game already with last year's team. Yeah. And, and it did not. These guys came out fiery, determined. It just they took care of business. And the thing is, too, you know, I you just mentioned the three-point shooting. Last year's team, it felt like there was a conscious effort to put up threes, and that was the offense. Have you felt that way this year? No, with this team? me no, neither. They, they haven't like forced that issue. No, I don't think so. They're either. Coming within the flow of the offense, that, and that's the thing. Of all the things we talk about with the the talent on the floor and the guys out there, I think their coach has taken a big step forward too. Joe, to me, has been pretty good. Just the way that he handles timeouts, the way that he's, you know, the, the things that he's preaching. Like, I, I think he did I think he did some off-season self-scouting, and I think he has learned some things here. I, I, I also think, to, to, to uh, Brad's previous point about Brad Stevens, too, I think Joe now has a team that is much more coachable. Yes. I think Marcus Smart, again, was that very strong personality, that strong voice. We saw times, we saw highlights where he literally checked himself into the game and, you know, was pretty much telling guys on the team what to do. Now you've got a much more coachable team. And and, and to Brad's point about Brad Stevens, I – I always thought Brad Stevens took a little bit of a bum rap here for his coaching performance when he was the head coach of the Celtics. I thought he did a very good job, got them to Eastern Conference Finals. But I, I think Brad, and this goes back to his days in college at Butler, I think he I think he not only knows talent, but I think he knows personalities and how to put a how to team build. Yeah. If you will. He built teams at Butler. He's doing the same thing here. Mm-hmm. And that's what I love about Brad Stevens. I like I, I think he gets it. 
Well, and here's the thing. We were just talking about Craig Breslow and making tough decisions for the Red Sox. Brad Stevens has made some tough decisions. Trading away Marcus Smart could not have been an easy decision for this franchise because of all the things we just talked about, the guy was the heart and soul of the team. Like, he did so much for the team, community, a draft pick, all that jazz, and they traded away in the offseason. They they decided, we're going to change the mix. We're trading this guy, period. Like, Brad was at his wedding in September a couple months later. Like, there's a personal relationship there. Wasn't afraid to do it. Why? It's business. Right. It's business. Trade away Rob Williams. Trade, let go of Grant Williams. All those things. He had a pulse for it. He had to make the tough decisions, and he did. It wasn't easy because I'm sure he looks at the team and says, "What well, we say, like, eh, they're not as deep as, you know, we had a lot of depth there. We, we gave up a lot of guys that helped us get to the finals a couple of years ago. It's not easy to do that, but it's not easy to wait, trade away draft picks, which Danny, Danny, as good as his eye was for talent, he loved, it, loved himself some draft picks. Yep. Brad's not been afraid to do that. Brad has been the right guy at the right time. He has looked at this team and said, here's what we need to do. Here's what we need to change. And so far with this team, it is early, but whew, the fact that you got poor Singas in here, I still am shaking my head. The guy is just, whew, he is a joy to watch so far. 401-777-1037, the phone number. We'll take a quick break. Back with more of your calls on Cordishi and Coit on WEEI. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 